Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. And this is your host, Christian J. Lynch, speaking. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Know your purpose, pursue your passion, and just like a good cup of coffee, enjoy the process. Oh, wait, and before I forget, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. That would mean a lot to me. Let's get it. All right, guys, welcome to this episode of the podcast. As always, like I say, I have another special guest. Um, he's a he's an older friend of mine from high school, and it was just really cool to reconnect um, at dinner um, about a couple weeks ago. And uh, actually, if you notice, I have a new intro um, for the song, and that's because of him. That's what he does. He kind of produces beats, and he's actually kind of made it pretty big, uh, especially for his age, and he's made an income for it. It's a passion of his. Um, he loves doing it, producing music, and I'm so thankful for him to make me look a little cooler on the podcast, have a, a, a pretty cool intro. So yeah, that's all credits to him. He made that all on his own. He's been doing this for, for quite a while since he's, since he's been in high school. He's in college now. He's currently at MU. So I want to welcome Aaron Weedle to the podcast. How you doing, my brother? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Of course, man. I'm, uh, I'm glad you're on. And uh, it's, uh, it's crazy to think you've, uh, um, we're kind of doing a full circle from being on the swim team together. Uh, back yeah, when no. we were, what, 15? Was it probably 15, 16? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, definitely around that time. Um, yeah, you probably left a little bit. Yeah, probably around then. So, yeah. So you're in EMU right now, Columbia, mm -hmm. home of the Tigers. How are you liking it? Exactly. It's good. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Uh, pretty focused on it. I want to just kind of like get through it so that I have like a base. But um, I don't know if I believe that's like my full potential. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of people and you meet. Yeah, I don't know. Just like a lot of stuff to do too. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, what are you majoring in right now? Yeah, so I'm majoring in journalism. So I came in as a freshman doing business, but then second semester I switched to journalism. Okay, and so so business just wasn't it? No, I was not enjoying the business <laughs> program. I think there's a lot of people that do. Yeah, um, for sure. There were a couple, I think, um, and we'll get into this later with like kind of what I do, but I think with what I do, um, when I got into the business program, I realized quickly that what they were offering wasn't really going to help me pursue kind of where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And so I quickly got out of that once I figured that out and I've been way better ever since. So, yeah, well, that's cool. I'm glad you noticed that kind of in the beginning. I think, I think I, I I've said this probably a couple of times on the podcast that people really switch their major, like on average of five times while they're in college. So if you've mm -hmm. done it once, I'd say you're doing pretty good, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I know my mom, like whenever I went to my parents with the idea that I wanted to switch, my mom was like super supportive because she was like, I switched mine like three or four times or maybe it was something where it was like she didn't even pick a major until she was a junior. So it was yeah. like that it's hard to know so early on. It is, man. I think it, it is. It's hard to, you know, because you're trying to guess, quote unquote, figure out life in general. And I think there's been a lot of pressure put on like the the college mindset of trying to figure out, but obviously it's like, it, you kind of have to, in some ways, the way it's like structured with like within four years, you kind of have to have the major or at least associates in two years. And then, and then if you want to do masters or other things like that, it's, it's kind of structured that way you kind of have to figure out, or if you don't, you're just wasting money and wasting time, which is kind of, kind of sucky, but. Yeah. And nobody wants to waste money and stuff on like a major you don't want to do, but sometimes it just takes that little amount of time to figure out kind of exactly what you want to do. So then you can switch into something where it doesn't feel like you're wasting money anymore. For sure. For sure. So wait, real quick, do you like coffee at all or no? Uh, yeah, I drink coffee every once in a while. I'm a big, um, 
I don't like the like coffee so expensive and so I don't spend a lot of money on coffee but uh, my yeah. freshman year we had a Starbucks right next to us in the dorm and we had it, you were able to use like your Mizzou like points to buy coffee mm-hmm. and so I got a lot of coffee and so I think my favorite drink was like the it was like the caramel iced latte I think yeah. it's those, super basic those, but those tend to be a little expensive bro if you ask all yeah. the, the TikTok and Visco girls they'll tell you how much those those cost so yeah you get no, like the dark it was not cheap yeah well that's the thing is you said it coffee is expensive but like it just depends on what you get but obviously not everyone likes the dark black coffee drip it's just plain so if you get that's like two bucks but if you get like obviously like all the cream sugars and you know yeah artificial probably stuff what i was like, drinking wasn't really even coffee by some people's standards so yeah probably probably my standard but it's okay i won't i won't judge yeah. at least on this podcast <laughs> so it's called purpose yeah. passion coffee so i'm always interested in, in what people like i've already had like three cups of coffee this uh today so but yeah yeah, yeah i'm a well, big water guy so like i, yeah, well, I drink a lot of water that's not a bad thing man not not everyone is a, a, a water guy so yeah yeah i mean let's let's get into it i mean you're i mean you have what 11,000 plus subs on YouTube. That's, that's quite an accomplishment, man. You have what mm-hmm. you, you have 3 million views, um, total with all your music combined. Um, you've been selling, you know, your, your, your production music to, to a lot of some big artists and some minor ones, whether it's in local Kansas city area or actually through the States. Uh, so you've been growing this really business since high school and, uh, you had, a, you've accomplished a lot for being, uh, are you 20 or 19? I always forget. Yeah. I'm 19. Yeah. 19. What is, March, so. Yeah. What a stud, man. And uh, I just think it's really cool. I feel like people can learn a lot from you because um, like age in some ways is just a number. I, that's what I believe, Aaron. And mm-hmm. you, uh, you've proven that like age is really just a number. And if you want goals, you want to hit those. So the accomplishments you've had and working with some artists to that many subscribers and views, man, um, that's, that's, that's um, nothing to sell yourself short of. Um, but I want to tell that to the audience because like we're dealing with a, with a guy who definitely knows what he's doing. Uh, but I want to go back a little bit to like your story. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's always interesting. And uh, I, I love talking about that because I think it kind of, it's interesting seeing where someone started when they were like younger to, to where they're at now. So if you just kind of want to get a quick overview or whatever, however you feel about like kind of how you were raised and your certain type of family, um, you know, what got you through like high school and then to college to where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, my like upbringing, for like music, it wasn't a whole lot. Like I did band in high school for like two years, but I hated it. Like I was like, I hate this. I was like, I'll never do this again. And then as I progressed through high school, I realized that there was like this culture kind of behind music and like there always has been. And so um, I was like, well, I feel left out. I was like, I wanna be more involved in this. So I started kind of doing research and like listening to more music and like branching out a little bit. And then that got me interested in production because I was like well I could never be a rapper myself but I was like maybe I can make beats for these rappers to get on too and so um, whenever I was looking stuff up there was like barely anything out there with like how to figure out what to do and people were very secretive about kind of the techniques and stuff and um, so it was kind of just like I downloaded FL Studio and I was just kind of messing around with it in my bedroom and then, um, yeah, I mean, it was just like, it just kind of like, it happened where like, I just had the program and then, um, my bad, I got to pause, I got to think a little bit. Um, yeah, I just had the program and then um, 
I don't know. It just like, I just like felt inclined. Like I was like doing it and I was like, this is the right thing for me yeah. to do. I was like, I felt so happy doing it. Like, and you, it was like, fun. like you enjoyed the process of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so, um, I just kind of started doing that. Like I used to play a lot of video games. Mm -hmm. I remember I'd play a lot of video games with my friends. And at one point around like my sophomore year, I just stopped that. And I just yeah. like kind of focused in on like learning techniques on like how to make music. Cause I, I took band in high school, but I never, what instrument I did never, you play? I played the clarinet. Oh, dude, so, me too. <laughs> that's yeah. Awesome. No, that's funny. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, that, I don't think that ever helped me. I think um, there's so much more to music that I probably still don't understand, but like mm -hmm. that I was forced to learn in order to pursue this to the extent I was trying to. And yeah. uh, so I kind of just like took it as a challenge and I went with it. I don't know. Yeah. And then now you're here. How old were you when you really started to like, when you ever made like, I guess the question of like, hey, I should produce... Um, a song or just trying because I think you told me did you just try to like make fun of it or at first or just do it for fun or yeah like that? so yeah that's how I realized I wasn't going to be a rapper was when um <laughs> me and a couple buddies would like we would like sit around and we would like play beats and then we would like kind of like jokingly rap on them and like record a couple of them and then it got to a point where like I was doing it and I was like this is terrible I was like I cannot make anything that's like good and I was yeah, like and no, it wasn't you know, really like him. a passion yeah, exactly. And it wasn't really something that was like serious. It was just something kind of for fun. But mm -hmm. I was like very involved with like doing it. Like I had a lot of fun doing it. And so I was like, how can I be involved with this? But maybe not so the rapping part, but maybe like I can make the beats for people that want to rap. And like that is what they're doing. And so that's kind of where I made the switch over to to that and made that yeah. realization. Yeah, I have a question because like you're doing this and I think a lot of people like listening would be like, okay, that's cool. And like, you found out what you wanted to do, you're doing it. I mean, did you ever think you would be producing music when you were like younger before you did it? I mean, because it's kind of like, you're like kind of saying like, hey, I just kind of did it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I say that kind of like, um, I make it sound easy. It's like, no, I never thought that I was going to do this when I was little or anything. I think I always kind of had um, like a, a brain for like creativity. I mm -hmm. think like I'd always wanted to start like a YouTube channel and like make videos or something like that. But um, I never thought it would be beat specifically that that would be kind of like my niche. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you, I mean, you hit it off, man. I mean, that's awesome. I think, I think, I mean, in high school, like music is like, I mean, everything. I mean, I know today I was like listening, everything I was doing, I have certain types of songs for the different types of moods I'm in or like workflow, you know? And like everything mm -hmm. that makes the songs up is like that beat, you know, the, the, you know, it's not just the singer singing the song, like the, the music part is like producing and the music and creating all these different uh, rhythms and beats to, to make up a song. So I think it's like really cool that, that you're doing that. And uh, so when you first started, um, do you remember like your first song that you produced? How did you feel when you did that? Yeah, so I do remember that. I think about it all the time because um, sometimes when I'm like feeling discouraged, I like go back to that moment because it made me feel amazing. So I like, mm -hmm. I remember that. And um, it was, um, oh, I don't remember his name. Thank, that makes me look terrible. But um, the song was called Skunk. And it was this artist on Instagram who had like 20,000 followers. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like starting out and I was like, I DM'd him and I was like, hey, I was like, I have some beats. And I was like, I'd love to send them to you. 
I was like, what's your email? And so um, he responded back and he was like, he responded with his email. And so I sent him just like a pack of like five beats that I'd made that day. And um, probably like a week later, I get tagged in this post and it was with the guy that I'd sent the beats to. And at the time I had, I'd never got a placement. So like, I was like, I was going crazy. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And like (laughs) the cool part was, was like the song was actually like really good too. Uh So like sometimes you get like a placement and the song's like not really good, but it was something that I was like, super excited about because yeah exactly because it was like the beat was good he like made a good song on it with his lyrics and stuff like he was just flowing on it and so yeah it was super exciting but um i don't know quite what when you landed that song real quick how many songs did you produce before that like how much time did you put in like how many beat like yeah hours like probably probably a year before i even felt confident enough to send out a beat to an artist yeah yeah yeah, I think it's important because I think people think, you know, you're not saying like, hey, I just I did my first is it was, it was my fourth song and then I made money and, you know, started to make a career out of this. You're like, dude, no, you put hours and hours and almost a whole year of like producing and working on your craft like it does take time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it took a long time. And especially because a lot of it is self-confidence, like you have to be confident in what you're making in order to feel like, OK, I'm good enough to send this to this artist. Mm hmm. Looking back, would you think like, would you would have maybe like put out your music earlier, like knowing because you're like really hard on yourself, you feel like, or? Um, um, so sometimes, but then I go back and listen to like some of my older stuff, like when I first started uploading and even like still now I think like, mm, I might not have needed to upload like, <laughs> you're like yeah, maybe, but like, I, that I think, I think um, the exposure to like having people see what you're making and hear it is important because it makes you feel like you need to do better like mm-hmm. i think that I mindset of like i think the mindset of like these are out to the public like this needs to be good i think it's like that was what was driving me it was like every day i was like i'm trying to make this one better than the last one because of like what i'm trying to achieve and like the people that will see this yeah so. no i agree i think i think i mean obviously i just did another podcast um you know, talking about doing goal setting, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. and he on the podcast, uh, his name's Jordan Eckley. And, uh, you know, I call him J money, but he was like telling me, he's like, you know, I like get, telling my goals to like my peers or like on my friend group, because it keeps me accountable. Like, because then if I just don't like ever put it out, or keep it inside, sometimes it's easy for me to not actually accomplish those or get better, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that does. Yeah, definitely accountability is everything. Because like, knowing that other people are counting on you to perform and like that there's like a pressure to like do better definitely yeah. makes you push yourself yeah so how wait so how old were you when you f- had your first song sold was that like was that a, were you 16 17 yeah so that song that i got placed i didn't even sell that beat it was just a free beat that i sent to him i don't know if i've ever made money off that and so it was probably um i remember it was um it was either the big like yeah it was probably a couple months after that that i made my first sale yeah how much money so did you yeah make? i was probably so i made a hundred dollars i made a hundred dollars on my first sale did you feel like you were balling oh yeah i was like that was the <laughs> easiest money i ever made i was yeah. like this is crazy but uh, yeah so originally it was never about the money when i started like so yeah. i used to give beats away for free which is like 
that's something I felt like was important mm-hmm. because um, why, like why did you the relationships? Yeah. Okay. Did you, yeah. Prime, I was going to say that. Yeah. So I think like building the relationships was like super important because um, everybody like knows someone. So it's like, if I give this beat to this guy and he raps on it, but then his friends, like maybe a bigger rapper and he hears the song his friend made. And then it's like, well, now he wants this, but maybe he's backed by a label and it's like the label's willing to pay me. It's like everybody has connections. So it's like almost just getting people to use your beats is enough promotion in itself to kind of push yourself to that next level. Yeah, no, I agree. Out there. No, yeah, I definitely agree. Dude. That's awesome. I think I think it's good to hear whether like there definitely could be like a, you know, a 15 year old, 16 year old, you know, producer, artist, whatever, or whatever person they're trying to pursue. Like, for example, like connections are huge. And so it's like do things for free for right now, you know, to, to get your name out there. Because it's like mm-hmm. you never know the next person and, and they can know someone that's huge and get that paid gig. But then I want to go back to. Yeah, I just want to see yeah, connections are everything and building relationships. It's awesome. Aaron. I totally agree with that. But I want to go back to like, um, you know, the passion behind it, you know, because you said you didn't want to start like when you started it, it wasn't about the money. And I think that's so key. And I think that's so underrated. Um, And I'm a big uh, proponent for like pushing that like, you know, passion over profit, like the profit will come, but you have to be, you know, I believe you have to be super passionate about it, because that's what drives you right to work hard. That's what drives you to enjoy it. That's what drives you to to grow and uh, just put more things out. So I kind of want to go into that if, if you wanted to add anything with like, you know, making sure when you're doing something like you're passionate about it and you like you love doing it rather than doing it for just the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you hear like people say that all the time <clears throat> and I completely agree. I think um, I think everybody has something that they love to do. And I think um, you do stuff for the wrong reasons if you're doing it only to get paid. I think if you are only in something for the money, you're probably you're in it for the wrong reason because that means there's no enjoyment in it. Like money's nice to come on with something that you enjoy, but it's like definitely just something finding something that you enjoy is more important than getting paid most of the time. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's interesting to to look at that cuz sometimes money can seem like it's more important because you like look at social media yeah. and all these different outside voices and how yeah but like i mean what i've realized though even now making money too with my own business and some podcast stuff it's like like what gets me up every single day like being you know wanting to do it is just because i love doing it you know like i've done mm-hmm. things for money like yeah i worked at chick-fil-a no nothing no offense to chick-fil-a aaron but like like i did obviously for the money wasn't like man i just want to go and work at chick-fil-a you know and some people might they might love doing that and but for me just it wasn't like that so like literally after probably a couple months you know when i was doing you know chick-fil-a i was like i don't have i'm not motivated anymore like i don't feel like doing this because it's not like i'm not Mm -hmm. passionate about it you know yeah definitely there's points in your life where you're gonna have to do things just simply because you need the money like i um during high school i worked as a lifeguard up mm-hmm. until the point where I was able to kind of like drift away from that. Cause I was making money through my music, mm-hmm. but um, I enjoyed lifeguarding a little bit, but it was never like, Oh, this is like what I'm about to do for the rest of my life. My it life, was always yeah. just kind of like, it was always just kind of like, well, I need some money during the summer and during the school year. So it's like, I need to work. And it's like, this is a good job to like make that money. Yeah. So for sure. No, I think, I think there is a balance of like when you're starting up, like to have a, to pursue that dream job or uh, passion of yours, like, you do have to have that side hustle, you know, like to save up that money. I think yeah. it's important because yeah, normally yeah. when you're starting out working out, working on your craft that you just begun that you love doing, like it's, it's probably not going to be good enough to, to make you money at, at, at the start. 
So it's like finding maybe like a side hustle while you're doing that. And then in high school, how do you, so maybe someone's listening to this, you know, in any age and they're trying to balance out time, you know, whether they're in school right now, whether they're in high school or college, but also still like work on their like hustle or work on their, their passion. How did you do that in high school? And like, did you ever have to make any like sacrifices with working on music, right? Like, like staying inside rather not like going out and, and partying sometimes? Yeah. So I don't know. I got like a lot of my friends just like to play video games anyways. So like, I don't, I never felt like I was missing out on like a lot of parties and stuff. I think <laughs> for a while, like I might've secluded myself a little bit away mm -hmm. from people, but I also played a sport. I also swam. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of like my social, like I went to school and then I went to swim practice and then like, I'd come home and I would just like make beats and like do homework. And like, that was just kind of enough for me to feel satisfied. Um, yeah, you definitely just, have to really do time management like just like block out your time like you know this time is when school starts this time is when school ends and then it's like if you have stuff in between it's like then it's like you just need to block out that time to really like manage it so that you can kind of pursue yourself yeah and there might be sacrifices with like I don't know. School's important, but definitely high school you can get away with a little slacking. So it's you like you can, you can, but yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like go out and just slack on high school, but I'm saying like don't. Me and Aaron are probably just saying don't judge, don't overjudge yourself too much if like, you know, you don't maintain like that A plus plus grade or something like that, or if you, you know, miss a part of an hour of class. I think like if you look back at it, it's just high school, so don't don't be too hard on yourself. Like obviously yeah. work hard, but definitely do like what makes you happy and it's like yeah so yeah so going into like youtube you know eleven thousand yeah subscribers man and plus and growing like that's that's crazy do you um like tell us a little about that and like when you first started putting like music on youtube and then kind of like growing it how to how to kind of grow that if someone's trying to produce music or just really grow on youtube yeah so i actually have two channels and then um, so I have the Ron Supreme one, but then I also had another one before that. And um, it was, I posted like tutorials on like how to make beats and like kind of like walk people through it. And um, that one had like about a thousand subscribers whenever I stopped uploading on it. And that was, I stopped uploading on it because I started uploading onto like my Ron Supreme channel. Cause I was like, mm -hmm. ah, I was like, I don't want to do these tutorials anymore. I was like, I just like making beats. And I was like, I'm just going to start uploading beats. And so I had like this other channel. And so I just started like posting beats every day. The key to YouTube is just consistency. Like I uploaded every day is every day at 11 o'clock. Was that hard though? Would... I bet that was probably challenging. Yeah, and... it was, it was tough. There was a couple times for like probably two years I didn't miss an upload. I uploaded like every day. Wow. Dude, for like two, two years straight, yeah. you uploaded music. That's, that's, yeah. that's some work ethic, man. So, and obviously yeah. you weren't getting like, you know, probably 11,000 subscribers then like you were no. probably small and growing. So it's like, that's, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's comforting. I think for people, if they're looking at this, like, Hey, everyone starts from somewhere, like even, you know, Aaron did. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I probably had like over a hundred videos on my channel of just beats before I even hit a thousand subscribers. Hmm. but the only thing that kept me going was like the fact that I knew I was growing and so it was like it was slow but it was like because I was being consistent it was like the growth was consistent whether it was big or small it was still consistent yeah I, I think so I think big, Aaron, I think growth is growth man whether it's small or big like you're growing That's yeah yeah I agree and so um 
Yeah, and then something that's like a really big trick that I learned. I know that I've talked to you about this, Christian. Um, something I learned was to like help your growth was in the YouTube description, putting like a bunch of words that relate to your video, mm -hmm. just like like a hundred words that just like relate to the video. So like mine are like beat, like, and then like a bunch of artist names and then like album titles and like free and like for sale and like stuff like that. And so I put like almost like some tags. And so I put those in the bottom of my beats, like the description so that then when people search up that name, like if I have like NBA young boy in my mm -hmm. tags, then it's like, if they type in NBA young boy, hypothetically somewhere within those like thousands of pages that would pop up I would be on that and so that was like once I started figuring that out that was when I really saw the growth kind of go exponential yeah that's so. a good tip so I think if anyone's listening to that I want to grow on YouTube and I'm going to apply that too man is like definitely try to tag that for example like if I'm podcasting and I probably want to put like a whole bunch of types of certain podcasts maybe podcast names like anything that i've that's talked about in the podcast like obviously i mean you're doing one like hey music podcast or podcast industry and music stuff like that would you say mm -hmm. no yeah for sure yeah i think those tags just get you in more places than no tags at all like if you have no tags it's like it's similar to like instagram when people have like the drop down thing it's like see more and then there's like all those tags i think instagram you're not able to do it as well just because it looks different with like their layout but like youtube especially they have it set up where it's like it doesn't look like that big of a deal like enough people do it that it's normal on youtube yeah 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 it's awesome so where do you get your uh inspiration from music you know or like say what type of music like you you produce is it like everything or is it more like r&b hip-hop stuff like that or yeah i'd say it's more hip-hop stuff i definitely have some like R&B things on my channel. I think mainly it just kind of is based off how I'm feeling at the time. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at like relaying like what I'm feeling to like what I make. Mm -hmm. And so, and uh, I think of like, like when I make beats, it's kind of like a creative outlet for how I've been feeling. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, like not necessarily if I'm sad, I'm only making sad things or if I'm happy, I'm only making like happy things, but it's like making a lot of juice world um, songs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, I don't think, um, I don't think that's necessarily what I'm saying. I'm just, it's just like, um, my inspiration just kind of comes from like what I do during the day. I think like, not like, just like how I feel and like, kind of like what's been going on. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. Um, like new places definitely inspire me too. Like when I travel somewhere or like I like am somewhere like different, it's like that kind of inspires me a little bit to do what I want to do. Yeah. No, I think music's always like super inspiring. It's weird. Like I find myself going to different songs. We talked about this a little bit before in the podcast, like kind of like uh, like um, how you're feeling, and like different moods you're in. But like mm -hmm. I'll like um, – like if it's weird i just go to different music like whether i'm in traveling i'll do different stuff whether i'm like snowboarding in the mountains i'll like listen to different beats it's just kind of crazy and uh anytime i listen to music like it, it inspires me in different ways you know and that has a lot to do with like the psychological thing with with music but uh it's interesting like what you can do with music with what you're doing like beats obviously like 30 years ago, or even maybe 20 years ago, you probably wouldn't be able to be doing this. But like we, no, live, no, no. we live in a lifetime where like we can we can do this, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I want to go into like, obviously, I have some big things I want to talk about, too. But like, let's say like, you know, someone's wanting to get into to 
producing music because it's really a, this is really a cool thing to do and there is money in it and but like obviously what type of equipment were you using i mean were you I'm obviously i don't think you were using like thousands thousands of dollars of equipment and so what type of i mean you you know what should someone yeah. invest in so um so definitely when i started i just had like a computer and then i used like these like 20 maybe 40 dollar logitech speakers and i would just like play play the beat out of that and just kind of listen to them and then i also had like a pair of like gaming headphones that i would use when i'd play games to like um and i'd like listen to it through that sometimes if like my parents had gone to bed and i couldn't play it through my speakers <laughs> and um definitely you don't need a lot like you hear like definitely you hear a lot of people say like i got rich off a laptop like that's like a saying people say because it's like all you need is like a laptop a computer anything works to be able to make like a beat that will be played around the world like it yeah. does not take a whole lot of equipment the equipment's helpful but it doesn't necessarily like um block you from being able to pursue it like you can build up to it and it's like you can just start with what you have there's no reason you couldn't yeah i think it goes back to the concept of like if you want it bad enough you'll do it you know exactly you gotta kind yeah. of step out it's the first step man it's like always the hardest you know going back to like that first song that you're kind of putting out there it's like oh my goodness i'm so afraid and like what what tips would you give if you know there's a young person listening to this or even maybe someone's older and they've always wanted to do music like what are some things you would tell them just to kind of like step out and just start you know or maybe some like some of the voices that you've learned that you would have changed you know yeah definitely um definitely my like biggest advice would just be just do it like just like and like it sounds easier said than done but i think if you're like feeling like ooh, like i really want to like start making music i think the biggest thing you can do is just like start looking up how to do it there's so many mm -hmm. tutorials like oh i know um, yeah there's so many tutorials on youtube and that's really how i learned was like just like looking up youtube videos and like how do i eq this how do i compress this how to mix like my drums yeah, and you didn't learn any of this in high school. This is all no, on you yourself yeah, yeah. You know, learning this because you wanted it bad enough. Mm -hmm. And like um, definitely like a really good channel to check out is Internet Money. They have like they work with like some of the biggest artists, but they have like a bunch of old videos that are just like their producers, like making beats like the whole way through it. And so it's like they start from like nothing and then they end with like a whole beat and like watching that and knowing that they're like industry grade producers mm -hmm. is like super beneficial to just like kind of learning the techniques and like how much you need like how much time you need to spend on like one part versus like how important it is it's like it's like all that online stuff is like all out there and it's just at the tip of your fingers so it's like might as well utilize it yeah like there's no there's no reason it's like well i need this computer like no you you can do it yeah yeah well i like that too because like it's not like you're telling people to hey do this and you didn't do it like you actually did it you know you know mm -hmm. you're not lying to, to them you actually started out with you know cheaper equipment yeah and, like i when i started where you made, I like knew... you made your you made your first was it you made like your first um i guess sell on on those on that cheaper equipment correct mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and that was like yeah yeah i never i didn't upgrade until probably like a year later when i felt like I was like, this is something that like, I was like, I want to kind of invest in. And so that's when um, I asked for like the KRK, like fives for Christmas, which is just like a speaker. They're like monitors, they're yeah. studio monitors. And um, how much are uh, those? They're like um, probably 150 a piece. And so okay. I asked for them for Christmas and my parents bought me one. And then they're like, 
you have to pay for the other one if you want it. And so I was like, well, I don't want just one speaker. So I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, get the package. Yeah, exactly. And so I obviously like got the other one. And, um, and then that was like the first investment I made kind of just getting bigger speakers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. I, it's good to know that. And same with me with the podcast, man. I think we talked about this at dinner. It was like, I was able to, uh, you know, I started out with a pretty cheap mic. I was borrowing a mic. It was like a $40 mic. And I used yeah. that for like five or six episodes, you know, and then obviously upgrading, but I didn't let it, like, I thought about it. I was like, what are people going to think? Like it's a cheaper mic. Like, you know, it's not the official thing, but like, it's crazy looking back, Aaron. And I think, you know, if anyone's listening is like that first, that first step got you to where you're at right now. Like, think about it. Like if you, mm-hmm. never, Aaron, if you never would have put that first song out, you not, you, I don't, I'm a firm believer. You wouldn't be here. Like if I didn't put on yeah, that podcast, I completely agree. because of that, it gave me like, um, like momentum and, and like, yeah. and so once, when, when an object is in, um, motion, it's, it just kind of, it's a lot easier to keep it in motion rather than to stop it and then, and then put it back up again, you know? So it's just, eh, but it's always like the first step. It's always like really challenging. Um, and did you ever, my question's like, did you ever have anyone think like, Oh, what is Aaron thinking? Obviously they didn't know as much, but because you kind of kept it low key for a little bit, but did you ever have some people like, what is Aaron thinking? He thinks he's going to like make beats and stuff or like produce music. Like he's, he's not going to hurt the parents. Cause I didn't have a whole bunch of that, but I still had some people. I don't know. Now they're like, Christian's going to do podcasting. Like, what does he think he's going to do? Like, is it even going to be that good or, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah. So definitely when I started, I didn't tell anybody about it. Like I never talked about it. Like I didn't even tell my parents for like at least a year, which sounds weird, but like, it's crazy, man. Um, Yeah. So I didn't tell anybody about it. It wasn't until probably like I started gaining traction and started making money that I was able to like talk to my friends about it and stuff. And I think I did that not because like I didn't want to share it. It was just because um, like people say things and like it just kind of discourages you. And so by me doing that, I felt like I kind of was able to like avoid those comments and stuff like that. And so it just like, um, like obviously there's people like commenting stuff on the in the comments of your videos being like oh like this is terrible or something but it's like then yeah. you have like five other comments that are like this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life and so that like that stuff kind of picks you up but yeah kind of going back to like me not telling my parents like I just was like doing it for fun and stuff and then it got to a point where it was like people are asking me to like like they want to pay me. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I have no idea how to do that. And so then it was like, okay, now this is kind of real. I was like, I'll have to tell my parents so they can help me set up a PayPal and stuff. That's funny. Isn't that free? Isn't that awesome? Like, like just thinking about that, like (laughs) you're doing this for free, you're having fun. And then people are like reaching out to you and they're like, Hey, I want to pay you. And you're like, what? Like I was just doing this for fun, you know? Uh, Yeah. Like it's talking about it too. It's just like, I feel bad for the, for everyone else. Cause it's that, that one guy that finally reached out to you and said, Hey, I'll pay you. And then, um, you know, and then he ruined it for everyone else because you could have been doing free music for everyone. But since he put the thought like, Hey, I can actually make money doing this. Like, why not, you know, charge them? Cause you're, you're producing value. But- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I remember my dad's like, he was always like, you shouldn't be doing anything for free. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And so that's kind of when I was like, I kind of settled on some prices and stuff. So, yeah. How do you, how do you settle on prices? Like if someone's doing music, like what's, what's your go-to? How do you do that? Yeah. So mainly I just like, I kind of, I don't know. Yeah. So there's like kind of normal prices that like kind of everybody has. So normally people have like $25 wave leases and then like 
$50 like, or wait, $25 MP3 leases and then $50 wave leases and then like kind of negotiable exclusives and stuff because it gets like progressively higher quality as you move up that. And so um, I kind of just based it off of like people that I kind of looked up to and kind of yeah. was like, because um, there's like this whole like YouTube kind of like circle, I feel like of producers who will like all comment on their stuff and like each other's stuff. And so I remember I was like, well, I kind of want to be like them. So I went to their like beat store and I looked at their prices and I was like, well, I was like, I'll just make them similar to that. And so mm. that's what I ended up doing. Yeah, it's a smart idea. I mean, anytime I'm like, if I'm in podcasts, I always look at like podcast. And so I like, hey, what's the best way to title my podcast or how to grow it in certain ways? I just look at some of the best podcasters in the world, you know? Um, yeah. It's not a coincidence of why they're the best. You know, they're not and just- And that's like, how I figured out how to like name my beats on YouTube too. Cause that's a big part of it also is you just like look at people that are successful and then just kind of like adjust what you're doing to like what they're doing. Yeah. I think but it's- not it, copy obviously. Oh no, yeah. No, I think like getting like inspiration from different people and then also like- and within that, like creating it to be your own, because obviously you want to still be unique and creative, which is really, really important. But mm -hmm. how much, so how much would you say you, I mean, kind of giving a ballpark to the audience, like throughout a high school, how much would you say, how much, um, I guess, profit would you say you were able to bring in as a high school student doing music? I think um, my senior year is when it really started taking off. And I think by the end of that i made like 15 to twenty thousand dollars like my senior year of high school yeah that's crazy <laughs> i don't think yeah anyone, no it I, was if you, crazy told, because, if you tell your grandparents that they'd be like what how do you make money doing that you know? yeah my grandparents still don't really understand what i do too so it's kind of funny so yeah. it's like it's kind of awesome though to be honest <laughs> yeah no it's just like a it's definitely like a generational thing like definitely oh for the sure. music my grandpa listens to is like nothing close to like what I'm even making. So it's like, it's just like a whole new world for them. But uh, yeah, man, I, that's, that's really awesome that you've been growing. And honestly, like, you know, at 16 doing that, I don't think you would have ever realized, but it's crazy when you're passionate about something, you put hard work, you're disciplined in it. Like it, it does pay off. Mm -hmm. And I think you, like what your dad says, like you don't work, you know, don't work for free. And even if you are starting out, this is what I've learned. Like you never, it's an ROI. Like you actually aren't working for free, even in the, like you might not see the money yeah. now, but you have to keep that long-term perspective. Like, hey, what does it look like in five years? What does it look like 10 years? Like, I'm, you're going to be there. You're going to be making money. You just keep keep grinding. Keep, you know, like Aaron said, keep being consistent with that. And because that's that, key. It's yeah. key. Like, even if you're not uploading beats to like a YouTube or something like that, just like making like at least one a day or like two a day or something like that. It's like that all that's going to do is like progress you as like a creative and just kind of figure out like what you like to do with your beats and then like you're like maybe you're like oh I don't I don't really like what I did here and so the next time you change it and it's like doing that is what's going to make you better so it's like if you're just making one beat a week it's like how do you expect to be better so it's like just like doing it every day or like as often as you can that's oh, yeah. really what's gonna push you it's almost like working out bro like if you work out once a week like how well do you think you're gonna like how yeah how strong or how fit or athletic do you think you're gonna be if you just do it one time a week yeah you obviously need those rest days and implement those and i will that segues into like um what do you do when sometimes when some days you don't maybe feel like doing it or, or working on it because i think obviously as much as we're passionate about things i think we're all human there's definitely mm -hmm. days where we're feeling a little more down or maybe not as motivated 
is there's obviously you have some days that push through or do you have some days you're like, Hey, Aaron, like as, as Aaron, like, I mean, I need to rest. Like I need to kind of re, um, go back to like, you know, the drawing board or just take, take a break. Cause my brain's fried. How did, what does it look like for you? Yeah. Um, I definitely like get those days, like doing something for like, cause I've been doing it for three years. So it's like doing something for three years, you're of course going to get burnt out at some point. And, um, normally like, um, I remember like something you get is like beat block where it's like everything you make is like, you're just like, oh, this like isn't good enough. Like, I hate this. And it's like, you feel like you, it's like writer's block. You know, when you're like yeah, writing no, something, sure. you're like, oh, I don't know what to write. Podcast block, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like the same thing. And um, I remember like getting that and I was like, oh, I was like, I hate this. I was like, why can't I do, I was like, why am I not good enough to like, just keep going. And I remember watching like this live stream of like Nick Mira, who has made like a bunch of stuff with like Juice World and stuff. So he's like, and uh, he was like, someone asked him, he was like, how do you get over beat block? And he's like, I just stop making beats. He's like, I just step away. He's like, if I have beat block, he's like, it means I don't really want to do it right now. He's like, I'll go hang out with friends. He's like, I'll go watch TV. He's like, play a video game. And so like, that's kind of what I started to do if I ever got like that. And yeah. I think that helps me a lot mentally, just creatively. Cause like, eventually if you're doing something creative, you just like get like tired. Like you can't do something creative forever like no, in one day I, like you can't just do it for 24 hours seven days a week dude and totally so it's agree. like no no you go ahead yeah yeah no i totally agree i was just saying like going like with like editing content i told you today is like i kind of had to step away because i like trying to be creative and like the content you know i make whether it's like on the new app clubhouse or whether it's um you know instagram or tiktok stuff or even podcasts i'm just like dude if i try to do like four podcasts a day with interviewing people mm -hmm. i would like my questions would be like, i would just be like as much as i love doing it i, I just think like i would lose it man i would just be like hey i need to take a break and like relax but also i think that goes into like between us two and people who want to do this is like discerning um like whether between like okay obviously today like not just make an excuse like hey i'm just gonna be lazy today like i'm just gonna play video games every day because i mm -hmm. have a like, quote unquote you know block i think it's good to to know who you are how you feel be self-aware of that and like and then and then go from there so like most of the time i think you know you're gonna feel probably energetic and passionate but if those days do come it's like hey make sure you know if you're going to take a break that, hey, you know, you actually really need that break. You're not just kind of mm -hmm. making an excuse for you to, I guess, to play video games, get out, of, yeah. go out and do something quote unquote fun, you know? Yeah. And definitely um, knowing that difference is very important. And so, um, yeah, because if you just like, if you're like, oh, I'm going to take the week off just like, because I want to do this, this and this, but then it's like you have people expecting things from you with like your music it's like you got artists like I want this beat like can you help me like I want this I need it done by Friday but then it's like you don't even work on it like you're like oh I'll get around to it and then it's like Friday comes and they're like oh you didn't send me anything like we already got this from like another person it's yeah, like you... I don't need your beat anymore and it's like that's like you just like like you just want to like make sure you're like being healthy but you don't want to like just get greedy and kind of just don't think you need to keep working yeah no, yeah, because then you lose business, like just what you said. You know, they'll find there's there's other there's hundreds of probably thousands of producers out there that are oh, trying yeah. to make it. Oh yeah, and you kind of exactly. like, in like in and they're all just as good as you too. And that's yeah. the hard part is it's like they could be just as good as you, better, or they could be you know maybe maybe you could be a little bit better, but it's like they want they want good quality, but they also want efficiency. They want it to be like on mm -hmm. time. So if you're yeah. slack, and if you like obviously if you're trying to make this full time for you, like because you're already I guess. You know, I definitely say you're an entrepreneur making that type of money, creating your own brand and your business of producing beats is like, yeah, 
inning, dude, you, it's like, um, it's a grind, man. Like you, you mm-hmm. gotta be, yeah. A, like, you know? um, I don't know if you talk to anybody in like the industry and you're like, how hard do you work? They're all going to be like super hard. And it's because it's like, even when you're like at that top level, that doesn't mean you can sit back and relax. It's like, because then you're just going to like, stop making connections, stop meeting people. And people are just going to like, new people will fill your spot. The moment you kind of slack off, it's like new people will fill that spot that you used to occupy. And so it's like, it's like just maintaining like a crazy work ethic, but it's not like you don't have to go crazy. It's just like maintaining like a good work ethic no, is like I, yeah, I super agree. important. Anything that's worth accomplishing that people are going to be like, wow, that's great, Aaron. Or wow, that's great, Christian. It's going to take hard work. And I think you want it to be because you because if it was easy, everyone would do it. Um, and I think that's really the goal. Um, and also that's that's why I'm so big on like, you know, knowing your purpose and like pursuing your passion is like, in those hard times when you're trying to make it and put all those hours in, you need to be passionate about it. Like money's not going to drive you. It's not going to be no. enough, you know? Um, but I want to go into like one of the biggest opportunities that you had. I think it was last mm-hmm. year. Maybe you said, uh, it was my senior year in high school. Senior year, Yeah. Do you want to talk about that trip to New York and the people that you worked with? Yeah. So that was a crazy trip. So I, I had just kind of like hit my spike on my channel. Like I was like, going up on my subscribers like super rapidly and um um I remember I got I think it was like a phone call or maybe a text and it was like hey like this is his name's Marco shout out Marco great guy um he's like this is Marco from major stage was the label and he's like this is Marco from major stage he's like we're interested in bringing you out to New York how would you feel about that and I remember I kind of waited on responding because I was like how am I about to explain to my parents that these people want me to come out to New York and I was like um I was kind of scared I was a little nervous I was like I don't know what how they're going to respond to that me being in high school and stuff and like having classes from Monday through Friday and um I remember talking to them and um they were like super supportive they're like yeah they're like we can figure this out and at that point in my high school career I had done this thing where I was doing it, I called it work release, but it was um, supervised. Um, like it was basically a class where I could leave school halfway through and go and work. Yeah, but so my work too. was to go. Yeah. And so my work was to go home and make beats. I'd like made a arrangement. That's awesome. Bro. I love that. Yeah. See, I so I made, that. Yeah, no, it was super fun. It was, it was awesome. But yeah, so I made arrangements with my teacher to like do that. And so my dad was like, well, I don't know. He's like, maybe there's some opportunity through the school where they let you like get excused absences because you're doing this for work. And so then I kind of like followed up with the guy. I was like, I'd love to come out. And I was like, we can make it work. And so then my dad kind of showed my dad for doing all this. He like managed like getting the tickets and stuff because they paid for like all of it. So we got like an Airbnb. They paid for the tickets. Like they paid for food while we were there. They paid for the studio sessions. It was awesome. Yeah. And that's um, probably what, like a, at least a thousand plus, right? Yeah. It was, it was oh, definitely sure. expensive. Yeah. Like the flights were probably very expensive because it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was a year in advance or something. Like it was probably like they called me and it was like a month later. I was like, maybe even less like going out mm-hmm. to New York. And so and that's before yeah. COVID. So that's like high prices. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's no, yeah. Definitely, definitely no flying right now with COVID. Can't get in and out of the States. But, um yeah and so me I was like I kept telling myself I was like this isn't real until we get our boarding pass printed mm-hmm. I was like this isn't gonna I was like this isn't real I was like I can't be excited and so whenever we yeah, got to the airport real quick I'm sorry to interrupt but like 
dude, I can only think of your mind if that happened and like someone called me, some big guys like, hey, if like Joe Rogan's like, hey, Christian, like I want you to, you know, travel to New York. And I want to do a podcast with you. I'd be like, I'd be yeah. like, freaking, I wouldn't want to be overexcited. But at the same time, it's like, dude, what are you going? Like, dude, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm super yeah, excited. You're like, are you serious? It's like hard yeah. to believe. It's like, why? It's like me, this like 18, like probably wasn't even 18. I was probably 17. I was like the seven year old kid, 17 year old kid. Like, I was like, you want me to come out to New York and like work with your artists? I was like, that's like, the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And so we got to the airport, we like printed the boarding pass and we boarded the plane and we flew out to New York. And it was the first time I'd ever been to New York. And I remember they like picked us up and like they uh, they had like this sign and it was like, it had like Ron Supreme written on Dude, it, which was funny. Dope, man. Yeah, I don't even know, like they must've known my real name, but they like did it, like it was just funny. They wrote Ron Supreme. No, it's on cool. It. That's, your, that's, your, uh, that's your YouTube name and your beat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah. And then they they took us to like their, their like office area, which was super dope. It was like, um, it's definitely a bigger label now than what it was, but it was like, um, there's probably like three or four rooms and there's just like a couple people in each room working on like the marketing, like they were setting up concerts. So they had like people working on that. And then they had like a studio. So they had like an engineer and just like stuff like that. And it was super cool. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Well, who did you, and that, but you worked with some big guys though, didn't you? Um, not, or is that later? Not anyone. Yeah. Not anyone like super big. Um, it was just kind of like people they would like, they, so I was there like five or six days, like a week basically and um through like the whole week it was like it was like i was waking up at like nine o'clock in the morning and then i'd go to the studio and we would just be like in there like just working on stuff till like like two or three a.m and then i'd go yeah. back to the bnb but it probably didn't play work though. you're probably just no time of your life dude we were just vibing yeah we were just all hanging out like there is um so the artist that like really wanted to work with me that like it was the the owner of the labels son he wanted to work with me on some stuff he'd like bought some beats for me and stuff and so we had like grown close and um like over the time wherever i figured out we were, i was going to new york we had like communicated and stuff and so when i got there we were like basically just like friends hanging out and he had like another friend that made music that and we like just all like sat in the studio and we're just like hanging out and we went down to um times square at one point we we're just like hanging out they took me thrift shopping in new york which was super cool and it was like but then it was that like Malcolm that was only a shop song <laughs> exactly yeah popping tags yeah no yeah but it was fun yeah i mean it was hard work though like i i i worked a lot yeah but you got you I, got paid for that too right um no not that one not that okay. one so that one so they you just got paid like, for my flights and stuff yeah yeah but dude that's technically I mean, just, that's experience yeah. that's so much you can't you can't you can't i mean you can't really in some ways pay for that i mean they literally paid for the whole thing so the fact that you got to work with those mm -hmm. i mean that probably gave you so much more practice and then helping you get get bigger connections too like stuff yeah no it definitely awesome. did yeah and new york's such a cool place like the amount of people in there and like their their music scene is so cool like they have mm -hmm. so many people doing it and so it's super inspirational to go there and just see like a bunch of people all chasing the same dream and yeah. so like being a part of that was a lot of fun do you know i love that for you i hope anyone any person like really if it was like a 16 17 year old you know guy or girl like wanting to produce music or, or make it in any type of you know business or passion they love like it's, it's proof man you can do it you know you did it you know no, you can't and you're, and you're still growing but like i guarantee you aaron if i came to you like at 16 us on the swim team and said hey bro you're gonna in two three years if you keep up be consistent you're gonna go to new york it's gonna be all paid for 
you're going to work with some, some top producers and, 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 and some labels and, you know, it's going to be a blast. You'd be like, Christian, no way. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. Especially with like recently I, um, I signed a record deal with Alamo records for a song that I did with his name's Alex, ALX. Um, and like the song is amazing and he's actually like Dominic Fike's brother. Yeah. And so that was like such a crazy experience. Dominic, like, Dominic sings that top, that popular song, like three, is it three shots or something? Uh, three nights, three nights. Yeah. Three nights. I yeah. think that's his most popular. He has a bunch of other songs. Oh, sure. really no, I hear, I hear three nights on TikTok all the time, man. Yeah, no, that's a very popular song. Yeah. But it, it was just dope. Cause it's like, it's like, I'd never worked with like, like made a song with like a label like that. Like it was mm-hmm. like Alamo records is like, one of the biggest like to like be there and so it's like working with an artist there and like yeah that was a cool experience too because it was like the contract they sent me i'd never seen something like that before i was like i have no idea it was like some stuff how much yeah all that contract how much because you told me a little bit how much i forget how much money did you were able to make on one of the songs or the contract yeah so it was a thousand dollars plus royalties so i got a thousand dollars up front and then royalties and so I'll get like money as like people stream the song and stuff. Yeah. Which so, is like passive income, which is cool. But just imagine yeah, like super dope. Yeah, I think you're gonna do I think you're gonna do really good. I think obviously getting more contracts, like, you know, what's a contract for a couple of songs, you can make a couple more thousand. It's crazy. It's like when you do it, mm-hmm. it's it's easy, but it takes the like that's people don't realize they all the undercover stuff, all the hours that you had to do to, to make that thousand dollar contract with royalties and make like almost yeah. probably make this a lifestyle that you can actually pursue for the rest of your life you know yeah a good example um my buddy mars uh he has that song with bk the ruler mm-hmm. the tweaking together song yeah he um it's like super inspirational because he he has like a youtube channel like along with mine and me and him have been like working with each other since like the very beginning and uh his like youtube audience was never like that big and it was like growing very slow and I remember he would like get discouraged but then I remember he called me and he was like hey bro he's like you're never gonna believe this he's like I just got this song with BK the ruler he's like this is about to be big and like it is big like everybody knows that song now I feel like especially because it went viral on TikTok yeah and so it's like um and so it's like I'm just like super happy for him that he got that but it's also like a sign that like you don't need to be big on like a YouTube platform or like an Instagram platform in order to get these big placements. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of just like being heard through like other people, like people like just networking and also just like making quality stuff. Yeah. Like keep your head down. Good. Keep yeah. Just like the numbers, like the numbers are important, but they just aren't as important as you always think mm-hmm. for like opportunities and stuff. Like yeah. you don't need a hundred thousand subscribers to make a beat with someone you want it's like as long as you have a good beat it's like everybody's gonna work with you dude yeah and you never know what what song or what beat you're gonna do that you're making that that's gonna hit you know you mm-hmm. just don't know exactly you don't know you don't, for me you don't know what podcast is gonna make you know and i per examples i guess just lending that podcast with like matt and abby like that was cool mm-hmm. but and when i was with matt and he was telling me he's like you know one of the reasons why i did it christian the podcast with you it's like yeah connect obviously connections is a huge thing we talked about in the beginning so like networking but the fact that i had other podcasts under my belt like i wasn't just some rando just saying just whimsy and saying hey you know you're famous you'll get me more clout whatever so and so i do my podcast he knew i wasn't about the clout he knew like hey christian actually has like seven or eight or probably like nine or ten under his belt 
Like mm-hmm. he actually loves what he's doing. He has good content. He's producing. He's being, you know, the, uh, somewhat consistent. I'm more consistent now, but you know, he's like, Kirsten, I want, I want to do the podcast because I just realized like, Hey, this guy really is about it. And, and then because of that, I had the awesome opportunity. Obviously it's one of my most listened podcasts and it's obviously given me a lot of traction and subscribers because of landing that, but you, you just don't know, mm-hmm. man. But like, that's no, why yeah. you, have to, you have to love what you do. You don't, you don't bet on like, Oh, I'm gonna do it for the money. I'm gonna do it for the clout. It's like, dude, I just love what you're doing. And that's, that's what it is. Yeah. I remember, um, so I had like a beat on my YouTube channel and, um, it went like, I was just like uploading every day, like normal. And I remember one day I woke up and I had like 50 comments on one of my videos and I was like, what in the world? And so I looked at the video and normally at this point I was like averaging like a thousand views, like a day, maybe a couple, maybe like a thousand views, like a week, like on a beat. It was like, it was very like just consistent, like kind of small. And, um, then I remember looking at this and it had like 10,000 views and I was like, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then like throughout the next, like, like throughout the whole day. And then probably like throughout the rest of the week, that video just like kept getting more and more traction. And it was just like some beat that I uploaded like a month ago. And I think now it's at like 250,000 views. And it's like, and it was like, that was like kind of what sparked my YouTube channel to kind of like get that growth that I got for 11,000 subscribers and stuff and get my name out there. But it was just like some random beat that I'd worked on for probably like 30 minutes in my bedroom. And then uploaded it to youtube the next day it was like yeah. i was and super real, grateful hey, but it was like it no, just real, like the, real quick i want to say do you think that was like your best beat ever or do you think it was just no, like yeah not at all like, isn't that crazy i mean obviously it was, it was a good beat for sure but it wasn't yeah. like dude this is like the, i spent the most amount of time you know sometimes cre- creativity happens in the short burst of just doing something yeah no yeah definitely like the favorite like my favorite beat i've ever made has like nobody's ever recorded anything on it like it doesn't even have a song like on soundcloud or anywhere like nobody's ever used it and it's like um it just goes to show like just uploading like almost everything like just like doing a lot like putting a bunch of diverse stuff out there is what's going to get you traction because it's like someone's going to find this and be like oh i love this and then just like roll with it and And also having that yeah go for it Oh yeah. I was just going to say having that just like gives you more depth of like a channel and like as a producer and stuff too. No, I agree. And I think obviously value is there's certain, you know, opinions of value and there is like, you know, a certain standard, I guess, but a lot of times value and even in the music industry is subjective. It's like, you know, it's like someone could like alternative and like hate hop or hip hop. Someone could like just instrumental in not like you know um hard rock you know so just like mm-hmm. so it just depends you never know um who's gonna like who's gonna like what you know it's kind of it's just interesting to see that especially with podcasts like someone could love an entrepreneur podcast you know or and or maybe someone like loves um i don't know man like a, a beauty type of podcast so they're doing like tutorials of like makeup and how to do different things and they yeah. come on the semi podcast and like christian you suck like i hate everything you talk about it doesn't make any sense you know so yeah it is it, it's it is subjective in, in a lot of ways you know i i think it's just like it is i think it helps people like just know that hey just keep posting content and if you think it's good and you like it you've worked on it a little bit just keep producing yeah that's like the biggest thing i tell my friends that produce is like they're like, oh, like, I'm not good enough to like post this. Like, nobody's going to like this. Nobody's going to want to pay for this. Like, it's just like 
just like an average beat but how do you know that's, like, that's your voice that's why that's why yeah. i tell him it's like <laughs> you don't know that it's, i tell him i'm like there's a market for everything like someone will hear that and be like this is what i need and they whether or not they pay you for it but it's like then they might use it and then it's like then you get that exposure and then it's like then they refer people to you it's like um i don't know i think you're never you never know unless you try so it's like you might as well just put yourself out there and just like do what you need to do to yeah. just like get the name out there and just yeah that's good stuff but it's a, it's a mic drop you know but i like oh, how you yeah. said there's, there's a market for everything and there really is and that's is, yeah. not even just music that's like literally everything in the entire world i mean people do podcasts about star wars and they yep. make it big you know yeah. the game like you ever knew that people make a life to, uh you know a full-time income doing playing Fortnite? you know like, <laughs> like people watching like no, oh, I know. no one ever would have thought like oh like I'm going to watch this person play video games, but now that's like a whole career. Oh, people so it's like, making, no, yeah. I have a friend who literally makes, you know, $50,000 in like a couple months because his contracts through call of duty and he streams and he has like 380,000 plus subscribers on YouTube. It's like, it, yeah, yeah. it took him years, man. It took him years and years and years to, to grow that yeah. and be consistent just, and just putting stuff out. Patience. Yeah. patience and discipline consistency. Sounds like I'm saying buzzwords, but it's like, yeah. that's like, that's really what it takes to like get to where you want to be. Like, if you just always remember those three words, it's like, if you're like, oh, I'm not there fast enough. It's like, oh, like I need to be patient. It's mm -hmm. like, just stuff like that. It's like, you just got to remind yourself. It's like, it's a process. It, yeah. it can happen overnight, but nobody makes their first beat and then goes triple platinum. It's like, yeah. all those people that do that have been doing it for years. And so it's like, there's just like, some people go faster than others, but nobody's doing it like first try. It's like, mm -hmm. you just have to work at it. Yeah. No, and stuff that we're saying too, like listening, it's good to hear that from you too, with really, you know, really growing in the music industry is like, you know, just, it does take time. It, it, you gotta be, you gotta be patient. Um, you gotta be willing to, to let yourself grow, let yourself mm -hmm. learn um, from anything. Um, whether it's in a couple of days, you're, you're, you're doing your, your, your niche or it's within a span of a, of a year, you know, a couple of years, it's just like, find that perspective and then like me and you aren't saying like words that no one ever talks about it's like it's probably yeah. just like buzzwords like but there's a reason why we talk about it and people are like oh christian's so annoying you always talk about you know be about the process be about so the true, you know, be about the process you know be disciplined be consistent and I, I love that you're on here saying that too it's like it's so true like it's it's not um you know it's not like rocket science it's not like oh my god i have to figure out what certain things to do it's like no but it, it's it's not rocket science but it's not necessarily easy too. It, it, with the harder mm -hmm. thing is just applying it, you know? Yeah, I think, I think, um, yeah, I just think um, people will ask me sometimes, like, like you said, you're like, it's not rocket science. And people ask me sometimes, they're like, oh, like, what kind of marketing did you use to like get your channel to where it is? Like, how did you do this? And it's like, I, I simply, I respond on like, I was just consistent. Like I just posted every day. It's like, I never use like some crazy algorithm, like I'm going to upload at this time because this is when YouTube calculates the most of my subscribers are on. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I've seen like people do that. Yeah. And it's like, I, I never did that. It's like, I just picked a time. I think it was like 11 or 10 o'clock in the morning. And I like, yeah. And I would just like, before I left for school every day, I'd upload a beat and I'd set the like upload timer to that time. And then I'd walk away and then I go to school. And then it was like, while the time I was in school, it was like the beat was being uploaded. And so it was like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I just like kind of did it consistently forever. And that's what worked. And I think everybody I've ever met when they're consistent, that's how it always works for them. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, man. So what does that look like with you? Obviously, is this something you wanted? Obviously, I hope you do it full time. I think you got what it takes. I mean, have you yeah. thought about that in the next two years? Because 
if someone's like thinking, oh, what, what if I am like go like Aaron, like why is he in college then? Or like, you know, or they're thinking, okay, is this definitely reasonable where, you know, I want to do something like Aaron does and pursue this after college and make this my full time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was something I struggled with a lot when I was a freshman was I was like, I wanted, okay, okay. I guess I should like back up a little bit. So before I left for school, um, like to go to college, I had like a conversation with my parents because I was like, well, what if instead of going to college, I just like moved somewhere and I just did music full time. And, um, my parents were supportive, but they were also very practical about it. They were like, well, they're like, there's no reason they're like, then you need to plan. They're like, then you need like to like show that like you can find like a place and it like makes sense for you to do this. Like you need mm-hmm. to like get in contact with people where it's like, this is like, you're going to be working regularly instead yeah. of just living by yourself and like doing nothing. And so I was like, okay, I was like, that makes sense. And so I ended up just going to Mizzou because I wanted to, like, I always wanted to, but, um, uh, freshman year, I struggled with it because like my classes, I wasn't really enjoying them, but I was really enjoying like making music. And I was like, dang, I wish I could just do this full time. And so I remember I had a friend, his name's Guala Beats. People would know him. I don't, I don't know if you would, but, um, yeah, yeah. He has like a hundred thousand subs on YouTube for like beats and stuff. And so, um, I remember I was in, we're like, we're pretty good friends. And I remember, we were texting at the time and he was like, how's school? And I was like, it was good. I was like, it's good. But I was like, sometimes I'm a little unmotivated. I was like, I wish I could just do this full time. And he's like, let me tell you something. He was like, I graduated college with a uh, computer science degree. And he's like, he's like, I went through all four years and he's like, I was doing music before, but he's like, I stopped. And so he's like, when I graduated uh, college, he was like, I had an offer for a job for like a hundred thousand dollars. And he's like, I decided to just kind of like pursue this music. Cause he's like, this is what I would rather do. And now he's like, that's his full-time thing. But it just makes like, when he said that to me that he like did college and stuff, it kind of made me know like, okay, like I can go through college and do this. And it's like, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean this is how I have to take my life. It's just yeah. kind of something to like, um, yeah, I don't know, just kind of guide me a little bit. So it's not just like I'm out there doing nothing for, times you know what i mean yeah no i, I think it's a, yeah no I th- that's always a really interesting question man because it's like like i'm not like, going to college and i can like maybe regret that or not but yeah. you just don't know and i think you no, know i don't think it's yeah a big deal i, if I you don't, don't think it's like, a, like i think it's fine yeah like, i don't think i don't think it's a right or wrong because a lot of the most successful people i know never went to college but then mm-hmm. i also do know some successful people and they did go to college and yeah. i just i just i think it's just good to be self-aware i think it's to be smart like if you're going to college like make sure you have some money saved up, make sure you're not going to go in an extreme amount of debt. If you have scholarships, apply for everything you can. Definitely. If you're yeah. going to college, college, try to really like, you know, I guess narrow down what you really want to do. And, Definitely. you know, and, and I don't know, it just, it is like a gray area with that. I, I mean, as the far as connections like, you make in college too are very important. I, I would think- say, yeah, I would say that for you with connections. Cause I'm thinking like for you, I mean, you say, I think you're being too hard on yourself, bro. But I think, I don't, I think if you, if you left like to New York or LA, I don't think you'd be doing nothing. I think you'd be grinding. I think you would be making it big. You could be bigger than you are now. Obviously you can't be, don't think about that. But I'm just saying, I don't see you as a type of guy to like be lazy. So rather than Mm -hmm. like thinking that, I don't know, maybe just challenge you to think maybe just, yeah, connections. Look at colleges, like a lot of connections. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, I think like I enjoy college. Like I like that structure of just kind of like having classes and like seeing people when I do and stuff and so I think it's helpful but 
um, I don't necessarily think you need to like go to college to be successful, but I think there's certain things that if you want to do them, you have to, like, if you want to be, if you want to start your own business, it's like, you don't necessarily need to go to college to learn that. Cause all they're going to tell you to do is just like, go start it. And they'll give you like some business tips. It's like, and yeah, that's kind of no, why I, I left the business school was because I didn't feel like they were teaching me anything that it was like, this is going to help me with what I'm doing. And yeah. so, but um, yeah, I think college is good if it makes sense, but if it doesn't make sense, there's no reason you can't do something else. That's like, like kind of like Xander's podcast. Like he talks about that a lot with like, like yeah. how he didn't go to school and stuff. Yeah, yeah and no, it's like, it's not a wrong thing ever. I mean, he, he went like half a semester and that's it. He's like, he's like, okay, I don't need to be doing college. And you know, but I've also had another, another guy on the podcast that, that did go to college and he has his own business, mm-hmm. which is kind of like to teach his own, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think it just kind of, it's, it's like what works best for everybody. So it's like, like, I know plenty of people that didn't go to school and they're doing just fine. It's like, but it's like, I'll be here. I'll go, I'll do my time and I'll like get my degree. And it's like, I guess if I don't use it, it's like, dang, but it's like, if I do, it's like perfect. Yeah, no, so. it works with, yeah, I agree. Well, man, it's been a blast having you on the podcast. Um, I think people are going to learn a lot from you. Um, so if you want to check Aaron out, you know, check him out at Ron Supreme Beats on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, just check out some of his songs. I'm vibing with him. I, I, I was listening to it the other day. I was like, all right, I see. I, just, I started to rap. I'm like, ooh, I don't know about this. But I think it'd be cool for us to, to do a song together. I don't know. I just like the experiment. Obviously, you're helping me produce the intro and outro. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I can. If I have a lower voice, maybe you could we could experiment on some rapping. I don't know. We'll, we'll, no, we could do something. We could yeah. figure it out. Dude, I believe should, in this. You know what I want to do? Hopefully, I mean, this is this is connections too, guys. It's like you just never know who you're going to come in contact. And it just shows proof that, I mean, you were just still good friends. We we're always nice to each other. And so, like, now here we are helping each other out, sharing the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. share, share your story on my platform. And uh, it's it's just just shows, hey, just be nice to people. Be kind. You know, work hard. All those All those good things do pay off. Um, yeah. yeah, man, I'd be, I'd be excited to maybe like go to New York or LA and you knowing some people, maybe I can interview some, like some, big no, yeah, that'd be cool. You know? I can definitely probably pull some people I know that you might want to talk to. So yeah, that'd be fun. You know, I'd always be down. I, anyone that you're probably surrounded with in that environment with music would probably give a lot of value. And I guarantee you they're, they're credible in what they do for sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, I man. enjoyed it a lot. So and I'm very, I'm very thankful because it's like, if it, if people didn't support me, it's like, I wouldn't be here. So it's like, I'm very, very blessed to like be in a position thankful for everybody. So. Oh, for sure. Same with the podcast, man. Like if no one supported it, I'd have, I'd have no listeners. So I yeah. care so much about the people who do support me. Like it, it means like, it literally means the world when people share my podcast, I'm dude, I literally get butterflies in my stomach. It's crazy. And I hope that Same. never goes away, yeah. you know? And I, I don't know if people actually really know that. Cause I don't know if I should share like, what's a Christian going to think? It's like, dude, no, like, if you share the like, I love that, you know, I'll probably pay you. Yeah. <laughs> but just like, Christian so much to me, He'll it's send like, you $5 if you yeah, share the podcast. <laughs> Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'll never force someone to, or never force someone, especially with trying to pay them to ever do that. I want them to do it on their own if they find it valuable to do that. But yeah, when people like, if like they review it or they rate it, like, you know, it's like, oh, wow, that means, it means the world to me. Where they're like, hey, I liked your, enjoy, I enjoyed your podcast or like, I thought about this like hey christian like you just said like i could have some guests on the show i'm like dude like that is that that is that is everything to me for sure mm-hmm. yeah no yeah that'd be fun yeah so any more last word you want to you want to say man you got any like quotes that you that you use or to, to people to if they want to pursue your dreams anything you'd like to say to them um 
yeah I'll, I'll say one thing um i like one thing like if you're ever feeling down there's one quote i remember i don't know it was a tweet i think it was like murda beats tweeted it or something and he was like on the days i feel like giving up the next days are always like the best and it's like it was it's kind of like um he might be literal but i kind of think of it as like a metaphor it's like when it's like stuff is the roughest it's like it can only go up from there hmm. and so it's like it's a mindset it's like whenever you feel like giving up just be like well what happens if i give up now and then if i would have kept going tomorrow would have been the day i did it and so it's like maybe that's a better quote than whatever i said so it's like something like it's like that it's like just like don't give up it's like yeah. you can do it so that's kind yeah. of the biggest message i want to push is like i've seen so many people make it who like we're like, oh, like, I'm so discouraged. And it's like, next thing I know, they're like going crazy. So it's like, just keep going. Yeah. I love that, man. Don't give up. Keep going, working hard, be consistent. I appreciate you being on the podcast, man. It's been such a blast and can't wait to see you grow and maybe take some uh, travel together. I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Thanks for having me for sure. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yo, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode today. Hopefully, you've taken some sort of value away from it. And if you feel like you need to share it to anyone, please do that. That would mean a lot to me. Also, do not be afraid to rate and subscribe to the podcast because that helps out the podcast so more people can listen to it. Know your purpose, pursue your passion, and most importantly, just like a cup of coffee, enjoy the process. Till next time.